I thought that if I became a badass, then I would be a man. So being a military police, being in the army, shooting weapons and hand-to-hand -hand combat and learning these different kinds of skills, while they were great, they also kind of fell short on what I felt being a man was. Because when I looked around at the men, these guys were, well, assholes. You know, and I didn't feel like being an asshole was what being a man was either. Oftentimes I feel sorry for the young men today who are growing up in our culture because there's so much confusion about what masculinity is and what being a man is. And we're taught from the perspective of the left and the right and these sort of opposing views of a man is this and a man is that. But ultimately, the thing that I think transpires is this confusion of what does it mean to be a man? And to be honest, my generation, we didn't do a very good job at teaching you guys about masculinity and what it means to be a man. And part of the reason for that was because we were confused ourselves. I grew up in the 70s and the 80s, and this was a time where there was a lot of tension between men and women, and there was the battle of the sexes, and there was feminism. But the message that I received was pretty clear. And that was masculinity was a bad thing. In fact, the term toxic masculinity was coined during this time, during the 70s and the 80s. And the idea of masculinity and toxicity became so intertwined that when we think of masculinity today, we often think of toxicity. As I grew up and I looked at the men around me, one of the things I saw was men who were just dead inside. They were lifeless. They spent all of their time trying to make their partners happy. They became yes-men. They became domesticated. And during that domestication period, guys like me growing up, we became extremely confused. In fact, it's one of the reasons why I've made my life's work about working with men. Because what I find is there's so many guys who are confused about what it means to be a man and what it means to be a good man. But before I go any further, I want to remind you to please like and subscribe to this channel. The algorithm appreciates it, and I do too. So go ahead and click that button. Do it now while you're thinking about it. What does it mean to be a man? Now, when I was growing up, like I said, I had a lot of confusion about masculinity and what it meant to be a man. And when I looked around in the playground and I saw other boys and I compared myself to the other boys, I wasn't as fast. I wasn't very coordinated. And to be honest, I was kind of skinny and a lot of the kids that I were growing up with, they were athletic. They were outside playing all of the time. And I didn't really feel like I compared to them. And so as a result of that, and as a result of that, I felt basically like I was different from other men. And when I graduated from high school, I decided I really wanted to be more masculine. I wanted to know what it meant to be a man. And so I joined the military, joined the army. And I went through boot camp. I went through basic training and I became a military police officer. I thought that if I became a badass, then I would be a man. So being a military police, being in the army, shooting weapons and hand-to-hand -hand combat and learning these different kinds of skills, while they were great, they also kind of fell short on what I felt being a man was. Because when I looked around at the men, especially the older men, the men who were in leadership positions, these guys were, well, assholes. You know, and I didn't feel like being an asshole was what being a man was either. Another place where the idea of masculinity was formed for me was in the church. I grew up in the church. I attended church for a lot of my life. 
And when I looked in the church and when I looked at the men in the church, you know what I saw? I saw a bunch of guys who were just tired. They were doing everything that they could to just make it through another day. They weren't really that strong. In fact, if anything, they seemed to kowtow to the feminine and the women in their lives. The idea of happy wife, happy life was the mantra in the church that your job as a man was to do everything that you could to make your wife or your partner happy. And while I think there's probably some good in that, I think that that ultimately also creates this void inside of the men who just are always giving of themselves to the point in which they're completely empty. When I became older and I was a father and I was married, I found myself being in the same position of not knowing what to do. I didn't know what a man was, and I certainly didn't feel like one. And then I came across this book, a book called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Now, this was the first book, and it was a Christian book, but it was the first book that I read, especially from a Christian perspective, that being a man was a good thing. In fact, being a man was about wildness. It was about adventure. It was about tapping into that excitement inside of you to not just be this complacent, docile, domesticated lion in a cage, but to live from your heart and to live from adventure and to live from the masculine energy and the masculine presence. And when I read that book, it really awakened something inside of me. It awakened this idea that there was more to being a man than just compliance, than just going to work, the being a provider. There was more to it than that. And what I didn't realize at the time was this work that I started to do around masculinity was, was a necessary component for the thing that I was about to walk through. I was about to walk through the dark night of the soul. I was about to lose everything. And it was during that time of darkness, that time in the pit, that time in the despair where I actually learned more about what it meant to be a man. And I want to share those things with you today, and hopefully you'll be able to take some of this and be able to use it in your own life. Because here's the thing, being a man, it's a little difficult at times. In fact, it can be pretty damn painful, but that's okay because Part of being a man is strength. And that's not just physical strength, it's emotional strength, it's spiritual strength. And when we learn to grow and when we learn to become stronger in our ability to be a man, the thing that happens is that we become leaders. And when we become leaders, we lead from a place of love, abundance, and caring and understanding. One of the metaphors that I really like that I think correlates really well with masculinity is the metaphor of the lighthouse. And besides being very phallic, the lighthouse has a lot of attributes to it that I think correspond really well with masculinity and masculine leadership. And so I want to talk about those three things today. So the first thing that a lighthouse does is it stands its ground. You see, the lighthouse, it stands its ground in the midst of the storm. The waves can be crashing around it. Life can be just, you know, just overwhelming you, but still the lighthouse stands. The lighthouse stands in the midst of all of the chaos, the midst of all of the crap that the world is throwing in. You don't fall down. You just keep serving. You just keep doing your mission. You stand strong. And when we stand strong as men, 
people learn that they can trust that. And what being a good man is, is being somebody who is trustable and trustworthy. If you're not trustable and trustworthy, if people know that you will bend or you will run at the slightest amount of trouble or the slightest storm, they won't be able to trust that. Part of being a man is developing your trustworthiness, that you're consistent, that you're safe, that people can depend on you, that you're reliable, that it doesn't matter how much of a storm is coming around you, you're able to stand strong. Now, that doesn't mean we're invincible. The lighthouse is going to take damage to it. There's going to need to be repairs. It's going to need to be repainted. But ultimately, the lighthouse stands and the lighthouse is a beacon for other people. Another thing about the lighthouse is that it is deeply, deeply grounded. If you were to dig underneath a lighthouse, you would see that that foundation goes deep, deep, deep into the earth. And it's wide and it's large and it just creates a groundedness. And as men, what we want to be is we want to be deeply grounded and rooted also in our presence. Part of standing is having standards. Standards are your code of ethics. These are your principles. These are your virtues. These are your unwavering ideals that you simply will not move on because they're so deeply rooted. For example, honesty, courage, tenacity. These are principles in which we stand. Wisdom, grace, excellence. These are the virtues in which we stand. Justice, grace, forgiveness. These are the virtues in which we stand. And the reason we have to have standards, the reason we have to have deeply rooted values and a code of ethics in which we live from is because the storm is coming. The storm is going to hit you from every angle that you can imagine. And if you're not deeply rooted, you're going to fall. The third thing about a lighthouse is that it has a mission. It has a purpose. It has a reason for being there. And I think the same is true for being a man. You have to have a purpose. You have to have a reason. If you don't have a reason, then why are you getting up in the morning? What is it that you're contributing to the world? As men, part of our job is to figure out what our purpose is. Because our purpose needs to be life-affirming and life-saving. Just like a lighthouse. What does a lighthouse do? It penetrates the darkness. It's a guiding light. It saves lives by telling ships where the rocks are. And just like the lighthouse, there is deeply burnt within every man's soul the need for adventure. And that adventure comes from knowing what your purpose is. Once you know what your purpose is, once you have standards, once you are unshakable in your purpose, you will not only become trustable, but people around you will learn that, that you are a man of substance, that you're a man of integrity. And I believe with all my heart that the purpose of the masculine is to live from a place of integrity. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please like, subscribe, share. I appreciate everybody that does that. I'll see you next time.